This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 22nd of August. In your Squiz Today, ongoing scrutiny into Morrison's multiple ministries, more monkeypox cases, a solar power first, and when a nap isn't a good idea. This is your Squiz Today. Today is the day that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will receive advice from the Solicitor General on whether there are any legal or constitutional issues with former Prime Minister Scott Morrison secretly appointing himself to five additional ministries between March 2020 and May 2021. Even if the legal advice states that Morrison acted within the law, Albanese says he's still going to look into changing the system so that it can never happen again. And that's because he says that there are questions about the functioning of our democracy, uh, also about conventions and whether any of those conventions have been overturned in the case of Scott Morrison. Uh, And he says that reforms are then expected to ensure uh, that in the future, ministerial appointments are transparent and that the responsibilities are exercised appropriately and also that the public are told about them. Uh, Australians, he says have an expectation of knowing who is in charge when it comes to government and where the responsibility lies. There's questions about that, of course, because in the one time that Scott Morrison says that he exercised power under one of those portfolios, which was in resources, uh, it could lead to all sorts of questions about decisions that were made and whether that was done lawfully. So we'll hear a bit more about that today. Also, what Prime Minister Albanese said yesterday is that there could be an inquiry that's launched. Uh, That might be something very particular to Scott Morrison, but it might be rolled into a Royal Commission. Yeah, that Royal Commission into the national COVID response that he's brought up before, he says that will be held as soon as is practicable. We'll be standing by for that Solicitor General's advice today. Before we move on from politics, though, in an interview over the weekend, Albanese has laid out what he sees as the three biggest challenges his government faces at the moment. Claire, we could probably have taken a swing at these, the economy, China and the cost of living. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, They're big ones, of course, the economy, uh, Things are very tricky at the moment, not just here in Australia, but across the world. So there's lots of headaches coming from that. Uh, As for China, Albanese says that it's more forward-leaning and that is creating problems in our region and those things have to be managed. And then when it comes to cost of living, our ever-rising bills, uh, the government says that it's got a job to do to try and take pressure off people. Uh, What Albanese said yesterday is that there's a range of policies Policies that Labor took to the election, things like cutting childcare costs and healthcare costs, and also helping first time home buyers that can help with that. Another thing to keep an eye out for is, of course, that Jobs and Skills Summit that's happening next week. That'll be bringing together business, unions, and industry. Then, of course, we are also keeping an eye out for a new budget on the 25th of October. So, as always, plenty going on. 
to health news, authorities are watching the rise of locally transmitted cases of monkeypox with concern. Melbourne especially has seen a big increase in cases, Claire. Yeah, and this is something that's really happened in the last couple of weeks. When you look at Melbourne, uh, there are 40-odd cases there, uh, and what they say is about half of those have emerged in the last couple of weeks as a result of local transmission. What health experts say is they don't really know why cases are taking off in Melbourne, because when you look across the state's responses, including New South Wales, vaccines and information campaigns have been rolled out at the same time. Time. So they've got a bit of work to do there to work out why this is happening in Victoria. Health officials are urging those who are at risk to be vigilant for symptoms. There's been a bit of a milestone in the energy sector, Claire. For about half an hour on Friday, solar energy overtook coal as the lead source of power across the national energy market. It's the first time that that's happened under relatively normal conditions. Yeah, so it's not the first time that it's happened at all. The key thing is that normal conditions. Uh, There wasn't a major shortage of coal-fired power at that time, so it is a bit of an indicator that there is a lot of solar power coming into the market, and at times it can be a lot cheaper than coal-fired power. When you look at that time period, what happened on Friday, uh, wind was the third largest source and then there was hydropower. Uh, So that meant that renewable energy delivered about 60% of the market supply when you look at the national energy grid. That of course includes all states and territories except WA and the Northern Territory. And what's also interesting is that most of that solar power is coming through rooftop panels and not large-scale solar farms. Energy experts say it's a sign of things to come as Australia transitions to renewable energy sources. In tech news and a bit of a PSA with this one, Claire, if you've got an Apple device, get on to installing the latest software update. It patches a couple of big security vulnerabilities. I have to say yesterday when I heard about this, I gathered up all my Apple devices and put through (laughs) the update. Some took a bit longer than others, but certainly I feel a bit better about life. Uh, What the company says is there's a couple of security vulnerabilities that need to be patched, um, particularly the There's a nasty thing where attackers can get in and take complete control of your device and get access to all sorts of sensitive details, uh, including those really mundane messages that you have with your partner Mm. about what to have for dinner tonight. So (laughs) maybe not so interested in that. Uh, What Apple says is that it has received reports that those vulnerabilities have been exploited, but the industry watchers say that there's no evidence that there's a widespread problem It's just a thing that ordinary people like you and I should do the update on. A little Monday morning admin for you. Get those updates happening. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. 
About two and a half million tonnes of food gets chucked out by Australians each year. There are calls, Claire, for best before dates on fresh food to be scrapped to try and reduce some of that waste. Yeah, so a couple of things to know about this. When you look at fresh food particularly, they'll have a best before date or a use-by date. Now, a use-by date really is something that you want to take notice of because there's all sorts of food standards thinking behind that. You really want to chuck it out if you pass the mm. use by date but best before is really just a suggestion uh, and what the industry experts say is that on those sorts of foods it doesn't really matter if you pick it up after the best before date and use it uh, probably the main thing to do particularly on things like dairy and other really perishable items is to give it a really good sniff test good old sniff test you do know when it's it's not right to eat there's no mistaking that particular <laughs> smell uh, experts say it's important that we start acting on some of these things if Australia is to reach its goal of halving food waste by 2030. Now, there's not many jobs out there where taking a nap in the middle of a shift is okay, but, you know, some you might be able to get away with. Aviation is not one of those industries, and that is something two pilots with Ethiopian Airlines maybe should have thought about, Claire, before they took a little nap. <laughs> a little nap at the wheel or whatever the plane has, <laughs> probably the, what is, what is it called? Controls. Control, something like that. <laughs> yep, they fell asleep on a really short flight. Uh, the issue was that air traffic control was trying to get in touch with them because they weren't descending to make their landing as they were coming into the capital of Ethiopia. Um, the pilots were only woken up by an onboard alarm because their autopilot um, noticed that they went past the point of descent. So there was all sorts of sirens bleeping, <laughs> making sure that they did wake up. So as you can imagine, the airline, Ethiopian Airlines, wasn't too impressed. No, the two pilots have been suspended, but in the bigger scheme of things, all is well that ends well. No disaster out of this particular nap. Squeeze the day, Claire. What are you taking note of today? We are well and truly in the middle of company results season, reporting season where companies talk about what happened last financial year and where their profit landed. Uh, today we've got Star Entertainment and, of course, they've been through mm. the regulatory mm -hmm. ringer of late, so it'll be interesting to hear those in charge talk about where they're at these days. I've got a, one of those roundups of people sharing a birthday today. Ty Burrell, the dad from Modern Family, Kristen Wiig, James Corden and Dua Lipa. I reckon that would be an absolute howler of a dinner party if you got all of those together. That's about all from us today. Have a good Monday. We will be back with you tomorrow.